the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 253 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Yep, it happened. <laughs> we took a hard hit in Austin, got humbled. We'll definitely cover that today. But in order to really do that, I'm going to introduce my crew and then we'll get into some rosy stuff before we get into the dark stuff. And then back to Rosie when we talk about Houston. So there you go. Bam, how are you doing tonight? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, football is shit. I hate football. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But I love it. We're all masochists deep down inside, bad, right? Bad weekend for, for my three teams. Massively bad weekend for my three teams. Not only do we lose 4-1 against Austin, my Scottish King gets spanked six, uh, 9-0 by Celtic Oof. at home. And then... Melbourne Victory youth team lose a promotional semifinal against, I think, uh, Kingston. So we are stuck in MPL 3, not getting promoted to MPL 2. On the bright side, that's temporary. You could always be Western Sydney Wanderers and now have Herbalife on your kit forever. Just true, true. Just a thought. True. Sorry, Monty. But, we love you, man. <laughs> but when it's all, all three in one weekend, you just... You wonder why you love this game so much, but we all do. Oh, it's true. It is definitely true. Football, for the most part, is the greatest torture. As much as we love it, not that many get to win, right? And a lot of repeat nope. winners. So for most of us, it's a suffering that that we have hope all year and that it ends the same way. And in truth, in MLS, it usually is just one that's happy. Unless you love supporter shields, you know? It's one that's happy. So that, that's that's football in a nutshell. Yeah. There you go. Oh, 100%. Uh, but we're that we're still guttons for it. We're still here. We're still doing what we do, uh, and the hope the hope is still there. Speaking of hope, we got Tony. How are you doing tonight? Best I can be. Not sleepy, just like disappointed, stuff like that. The only good part is Mexico has a new away kit, which is pretty fire, um, and we don't have the uh, Swiss. Hi, my name is Kit. What? My name is what? Yeah, uh, Puma kits. Uh, you guys probably saw them drop. Uh, wow, man. Uh, there's been bad kits in World Cups before, but I think Puma has officially jumped the shark. And uh, I guess they don't want to sponsor international football sides anymore because if that's my national team, I don't want to go back next time. Uh, that That's all bad things. I mean, yeah, it's all about them. Uh, that's the vibe I got. Adidas, though. Credit to them. It was definitely their their releases today and the last few days and the leaks and all that. It's legit. It looks like something a national team would want to wear that truly represents them. Um, I'm really digging the Japan um, setup, both their home and away. Germany's looks class. Uh, Argentina's cool. I know the purple's a little different, but home kit is classic. So you you can't you can't complain about that, right, guys? Bam. I don't know how's Australia's kit looking, dude. Uh, hasn't come out yet, so. Don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they pull up. So that's all. It's Nike, right? Is it going to go Nike? I think it is yeah. Nike. And well, I, I saw the USA. Uh, I hope. I hope it's not the same colorway, man, or the same the same cut, man, because it's 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 bad for 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 the US. <laughs> I, I just want, like I was telling Bam before the show started, I want a Nike to make a pouch kit for them. They are the Socceroos. Why not make a pouch like they're kangaroos? 
that's what the hoodie's for, right? But instead of side, it goes top. Mm-hmm. Dude, dude. Bam's going to hate us for that. Love it, man. Uh, yeah, so you guys saw the World Cup kits. They're looking cool. Looking forward to the tournament. It's coming up quick. But before that happens, we need to win some trophies. And so that's what we're going to talk about, how we're going to get there. Like I said, I want to keep it positive in the beginning, and then we'll go dark. Uh, so first thing I want to jump into, of course, was the magic numbers. And you're like, what? You're going to talk magic numbers? Yeah, we're going to talk magic numbers. Because you know what? All the doom and gloom after this last game, I got it too. Trust me. I'm pissed. I'll say it right now and I'll talk about it. But I do want to talk about perspective because we're not losing the top seed. It is very, very attainable. It shouldn't be that hard. We're making it feel harder than it is with two really bad games. But there's a way out. Now, number one, if you look at the postseason probabilities on the supporter shield. Yeah, that's a little bit close and that's a little bit complicated. Um, We're sitting on 57 points. Union sitting on 54 Austin's at 51, and then Montreal is sneaking up at uh, 49 because they just can't stop doing what they need to do, pretty much. Um, Probability-wise, I mean, looking at the conference, we're about a 66% chance. They're about a 58% for Union. This one's going to probably go down close. I mean, that, that you know, conferences are conferences, and it's looking like the East is getting weak at the right time for them. Uh, so this one's closer than we want it to be. Uh, is it over? Nope. Are we losing it? Highly doubt it. Uh, things happen. I know they're flying right now, but you know how MLS is. It's like it, it finds ways to humble you. So, yeah, that's not done with. In terms of Western Conference, things are still looking up for us, even though the standings look like they're getting tighter. Uh, we're still about a 93% chance of finishing first. Well, Austin's about an 86% chance. You're like, how can it be? The points are so close. It's the games left. It's who we're playing, strength of schedule. We have the weakest schedule left. Truth, okay? Uh, it's going to get easier for us after this road trip is done. And I know you're like, what, Houston? Yeah, Houston on the road is not going to be easy. But they're not doing so hot either, and we'll cover that. Um, for us, though, and you know, I was looking at games remaining. I know the perfect run of the table, obviously, you do it right. 7 out of 7, you get it. It's done. 6 out of 7, done. 5 out of 7. 100% chance you're finishing first place. That's the odds, okay? Five out of seven, it's over. That's asking a lot, especially the form that we're in right now. Uh, four out of seven, that's a different story. Uh, four out of seven puts you at about a 92% chance. Yeah, a little better than half. Play 500 football, right? A little over 500 football, one, be- one game better. 92% chance you're still going to finish top seed. This is where it gets a little funky. If you only pull three wins out of the last seven games, <laughs> yeah, that's a 71% chance. So, yes, odds are still in your favor that something's going to work out. Austin's not going to run the table. They haven't looked like that kind of team. They're good at home. Away can be a different story for them. You got to realize, again, their schedule looks a little bit rougher than ours going to the end. Um, if you only get 207, of course, then you're asking to finish second. Let's be honest. Then you deserve to finish second. But uh, even three of seven, like I said, your chances are in your favor. I know a losing record, you still make it for the last seven. Yeah, pretty much. Don't want to go that way. It'd be bad news for us. But uh, the numbers are still on our side. Yes, it looks tight. Schedule plays in our favor. You got to know that. Um, I'm pretty sure after what happened in these last two games, people have a good idea of who belongs, who doesn't, who's going to be bolstering this roster. Uh, 
reality just set in for a lot of players. And Dola mentioned himself, if they don't get it after watching the video and going through training this week, then people don't play. They don't make the proper adjustments. They lose their spots. It's that simple. As he said, the business of football. That is right. That is correct. I hope he follows through with that because there's a couple of players that need to take a seat. And we'll talk about that. I know we don't like calling out players, but sometimes once, twice, three times. Okay, maybe, maybe. But now we're talking four or five times. Same players doing the same mistakes over and over and over again. You got to figure we're not the only ones seeing it. Very obvious. So we'll cover that. Now, for Austin, you're like, what about their path? They can do things. They can make it happen. Check it out. If they run the table, there's still only a, only a 64% chance of finishing. Uh, actually, 64% chance of finishing second. So the odds are still in their run second. Uh, six of seven, 84% chance. Are you seeing the issue for them? They have to basically run the table. Uh, five of seven, 96% chance second place. Anything less than five, they're locking in second. They've got to win five of seven games. That's the truth. That's where it sits because they're figuring our schedule. We're not going to bomb out, guys. That's not happening. We saw these two. I think once we get to home cooking, it's a different story. And we're bolstering the roster. Remember, we have more, more of a guys coming in, strong players coming in. So it ain't done for us. Now, that's all rosy. That's all great. The numbers look good. Execution is required. We all know this. Uh, that's the big issue here. So let's talk about execution. Let's talk about the issues at hand. We're going to talk about some breaking news, but to be honest, I don't think the, the only breaking news that all you guys really care about right now is the game itself. What the heck went wrong? What do we got to do to get better? And how do we prepare for the next match? And so that is where we're at. Um, I did say, I mentioned to Bam earlier, the other funny parts is as we win games, we secure spots in the playoffs. And they're really kind of funny. Like, so like for this episode, this episode, this match, um, just by winning this match, we secure the fourth spot. Beat Dynamo, you automatically have the fourth seed. Yay. Third seed, win the next two games. Second seed, uh, win the next two games and hope Minnesota messes up against RSL and number two is secure that simple. Okay. First round still open. There are no quick scenarios to figure that one out. So second seed would cry two good results from us, Minnesota messing up the worst you can do is second place. I think that's rosy enough, right, ma'am? Yeah, definitely. And just, just looking at too, like to secure third spot, we win this weekend and Toronto does us a favor as well. It's over. Yeah. yeah. So I know we're here for the first seed. We need to be at home. We can't go on the road to Austin. We know this. We already know that's now kryptonite. Not like we're avoiding it, but why take the risk, right? Handle your own business, move on. But know that it's still as bad as things looked on Friday. Your work you've done all year has put you in this position where you still control your destiny. And that is where we're at. That is where we're at. All right, so into the Austin match, the drubbing that was. I know normally we do a blow-by-blow uh, blow, um, fight cover on this thing, and this is what it is. I got to be real with you guys, and I think, Tony, you're going to agree with me. Look, simply put, we lost 4-1. We got handled by these dudes. It's that simple. Um, we embarrassed ourselves in front of our supporters who traveled really well. We didn't put the game in that we needed to. It was a failure 
not just on the field, but off the field. The lineup itself already had a flaw that Josh Wolf mentioned uh, that they were going to take advantage of in his post. Uh, we weren't ready. They were. They treated it like a playoff game. We treated it as a game on the schedule. Seriously, there's rotation of lineup. Um, yes, Ilya is gone. It's a massive hole, but it's not an excuse. I'm sorry. That's one player. We have a capable side and the other adjustments were done proper. Should have been a different game, but it didn't happen. Right. We went with our stars, which I know a lot of people have been pining to see Bale start. Right. Well, we got that. Ask yourselves, was that the wisest move in hindsight? You're going to say no. Right. But when you saw the lineup drop, I think most were like, well, okay, you know, it's Bale, man. Well, we got a hard lesson, right? So into the lineup itself, uh, they played their 4-2-3-1. There's no shock to anybody they put in that lineup. It's exactly what we were talking about. No surprises. Ours, of course, is listing at a 4-3-3. I saw others putting it a little bit different. Basically, Bale on the left, Vela on the right, Arango in the middle. Okay. Uh, Acosta in the middle. We figured he'd be in the middle. That would be normal for him. That's fine. There's no problem with that, pending other issues. Blessing was in the midfield. Cifuentes was in the miss, uh, in the mid. Again, Cifuentes, Acosta, you expect that. Blessing, questions, right? But in many cases, that would be your first option if Ilya is not available. So you can't go too crazy about that one. Backline, same story. Hollingshead, known for being a stable, a stable force back there. Mario and Segura, classically stable, right? Okay. Palacios on the left. He's been good this year. Why wouldn't you play him? That makes perfect sense as well. And then there's Max. And you're like, okay. So why would we talk about why that could be an issue going in? Bale's the story. Bam, am I wrong in this? That's that's the hole we were looking at? That That is. And I would also throw it up there saying that we still aren't mentally over not performing in big games. You you look at earlier this year, Carson Open Cup game. That that, that was a big game. We we weren't there. Uh, the final, eighteenth final against Seattle. I, I I'd say that we weren't really there either, mentally on the pitch. The um, when we got knocked out of the CTL, mentally I don't think we were completely there on the pitch. I think as well as the line that came out, when it comes to big games, we've got a lot of work to do to get over mentally, which is a massive factor for us. Which is why you bring in experience, correct? Why the purchases 100%. are looking the way they look is, is, okay, well, we've got young guys, we've got talented players, but we need game changers. We need guys that can handle it. That's why we bring in the Escobars of the world who have won an MLS Cup. Uh, why you're bringing in dudes from Barcelona, why you bring in Bale in the first place, right? Is you think he's going to be a game changer. That's, that's the plan, which as a sub, he has been credit to him. And he's come in in a pinch and we need that little extra. You saw against RSL, what he's done. He has it in him. Historically, he has it in him physically. We can ask questions, but historically he does. Ilya. Yes. Brought in for that exact reason, right? which is I know the stats show that's the problem, right? He's not in the lineup. But again, I'm not going to throw it down to that because I've seen Acosta have amazing games playing deep. He has it in him. 
he can do it. Um, but there's guys in that lineup that we're looking at right now that don't. And it's it's easy to point fingers. And I'm going to throw this to Tony. You could good, bad, and ugly this thing, but you can mention them as well. Who are the ones that were standing out in this game that just weren't weren't ready for prime time? Maria was one of them. It's pretty much it's we get his one mistake usually a game, but this was most of the goals were him not being ready and him being flat footed, him being late to the game to the play, and then. Like the first goal was, yes, Segura, that was a hard foul and it was a yellow, but that doesn't happen if Mario doesn't slip up and like lose his assignment and that doesn't get called again. Segura with the foul, again, shouldn't have happened, but leading up to it, it's a, it's a Mario uh, fault. If Segura doesn't make that play, what, in, what happens? Where's the ball going? In the back it's going to be net. in the back of our net, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a break developing. There's an overlap on the far side. He's beat, and he knows he's beat. And he's beat because another player put him there. So he took he took liberties, right? Take the hit. A little hard for me, I got to say. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was hard. I think in many cases you get a red card for that. But did he have an option, a real legit option? to get out of that play outside of just fouling and shutting it down. Bam. If you were in that case, what would you do? Do the same thing, to be honest. There's not much you right? could do. It's either do you give up a goal or do you foul him, get people behind the ball and hope that they miss? Which in most free kicks, they do, right? Your odds are on your side. It didn't happen for us. This is the second time Dallas got us on something like this, too. Uh, but, dude, if you if you hit it perfectly, which sounds like William, not totally perfect, but I think it was. He, he ripped that ball. Um, yeah. It's the risk you take. It's the risk you have to take. I know some are like, Max should have been quicker on it. Dude, don't watch the slow-mo, man. Just watch it in full run, dude. That, that was a hard shot. I can't, I'm not going to put that on a keeper. They could have gone either direction on that play. He couldn't really commit to either side because of where the ball was positioned. It, not only that, though, you look at it too, it's one of the things where it's like, which keeper in the world would be able to stop that? Right. Maybe one or two in their How much peak. do you have to pay him, right? Can't afford exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm against the, 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 the max, like, the max hate I was seeing after that goal, because honestly, like I don't, I don't see it as a fair option for him. Um, if it went through his hands, I get it. If he guessed the wrong way, yeah, go at him, right? That that that's a mistake. If he falls before the shot, I get it. But Tony, you've played keeper for years. I've played keeper for years, long time ago. Uh, <laughs> you know, if a guy hits it right, you're digging out of your net, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's like you hopefully you dive and you react fast enough and your your long your hands or your fingers are long enough to at least touch it or like direct it a little bit, but most of those times it's hard to like even get those balls. Like that was a perfectly power place ball. Like you know what I mean? It's nothing else you can do. It was set up in the middle. What you're gonna do about it? Max did everything he could. He set up the wall, he Guided everything. It was just a nice place ball, and you can't do anything about it. 
Right. So it happens, and you always have to go back to the root of the problem. And the root was a turnover in your own half by a player that's now done that. I'm thinking four or five times we've had to dig the bottom of our net because of a turnover he's made. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong in this, Bam? Is that about the number we're at now? I'd say it's about that number. That sounds about right. Okay. In big games, mostly, right? Against Galaxy and Carson, I'm thinking. Yep. Yeah. Gets too casual. Big games. That's a problem. Uh, that you cannot do in the playoffs. You are going to get bounced. And guess what? Every playoff game is a pressure game. And if he's not handling pressure games, you got to ask the big question. Assets versus liabilities. Every guy in that lineup, that's the question. Are they an asset or are they a liability? Are we there now with him? Is it finally that moment? It has to be. Like he's losing his starting spot. Um, There's, again, Ibiaga. There's Chiellini. And... Hell, Hollingshead could probably play this position as well. So it's he's playing himself out of the position. We love the dude and we want him to do better. And like again, we want all our players to to play to the potential. But this game was not just that mistake. It was on multiple, like I said, multiple goals in this game were were because of him. Yeah, and you, you go back to the San Jose match, right? Same, same stuff right i mean something's off something's off um other players i mean midfield blessing situation was just too slow on the day um one was glaring so we all know that one but really the decision making was off for the day and then i'm not dogging bail guys i'm not dogging him but the reason why b-rod was loved so much by the staff was his ability to run down defenders and and limit the time on ball for the back line on his side of the field okay that's an essential to our lineup. When Apoku's there, he's same thing. He runs people down. He limits time. In this game, we had a Rongo doing that job. But on the right and the left, you had Vela and you had Bale. Vela does it to his ability. He does it. Not as fast as many would love, but he still does it. Bale is still adjusting. And now you put him in a starting lineup where the team, the team we're playing loves to shuttle the ball from outside, from their D. Through, their, through your midfield. That's their thing for them, okay? Josh Wolf mentioned it in the post game about making them run, making them work, making them suffer, I think was the term he said, uh, for LAFC uh, to beat them. If you have one of your guys up top not putting enough pressure on the ball, right? Not as offensive. We know what he can do offensively. We know what he's capable of. But if you're not following that system, right, then you have an issue at hand. And I think in this matter, they knew the game plan. They saw what they had in front of them and took advantage of the situation. Is that anything against Bale? I'm going to say no. That's a tactical error. That's a tactical error. Who does that fall to, Bam, on a tactical error? Falls to Dolo, unfortunately. Unfortunately, goes to yeah. Dolo. He, he's like the decide, put him out there. Um, as I was saying, as we were saying last episode, Apoku should be starting. Apoku is the starter. He didn't. He's done nothing to lose his starting spot. So, why he didn't start, I don't know. But Opoku ha- should be the starter and has to be the starter this week. Praying for it, man. Honestly, Rongo, the same thing. I don't care who's coming into town. These guys got us here. You got to show the load to the guys that get you here, right? Simple. If you don't, 
you lose the locker room. It's such a risk with so much talent coming in. Uh, so here we are. We know the situation. Second half comes along. We thought, okay, adjustments. Adjustments are going to happen. Enough adjustments, Bam? No. Nope. No. No in there. No in So we get shellacked, and then the adjustments finally come in. And lo and behold, the entire game changes. I know we're 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 dead, right? Dead in the water for for zip. Uh, but you noticed didn't take too long after Escobar and Napoku. Those are the two that really stood out to me came in that the game became a different game. And if we were a little more fortunate, I think pressure, pressure dictates, right? If Arango's post isn't a post, right? That one comes back. It becomes nervous time for the home team. Unfortunate for us. Don't fall back that far. Cause it is a hill you usually cannot climb and you usually won't climb. But you could tell by the run of play with the simple adjustments after all that went down. Yeah, there was something there. There's definitely something there. You had a feel that it was right, and they were starting to get more confident as the game went on. Just we were unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Again, we we didn't make the proper things. Now, I'm not gonna try to discount or discredit anything Austin did. Austin played their game, man. They played a perfect game to play us. It was it was a good chess match. Honestly, in, until we made the mistake in the first match, it was an enjoyable match simply because of of the counters on each other and trying to work each other out. And it was pretty cool to see that part of the game. Um I look at the goals, Tony, I mean, you you can rattle off these goals. How many would you just equate to a simple mistake or just brilliance on on the part of of Austin and their movement off the ball? Probably one one I feel is was one spectacular goal. The other ones were, again, were spectacular girl, goals, but they were brought on because of a mistake that was right. in our defense, and that's how it how it went by. And it just, again, it's just I, I'll go back. To, I, I'll go back to this. We haven't talked about it. it's chemistry. It's like, yeah, again, with the bail situation, it's it he is he is who he is, but. Why are you breaking up that chemistry between Chicho, Opoku, and Vela when they've been on fire when they're up in the front? Yeah, it, it's tough. I know we're Monday morning, quite literally Monday morning quarterbacking here, but we all saw it. It's not like it was big and hidden. So that that's the vibe we're getting from this game. Um, coming in, of course, Escobar did his job once he got it. Chiellini settled things down. Too late, but settled things down. And dude, led. I love what he puts in for our team. Uh, Mendez comes in for blessing improvement. Can't tell me it wasn't. Um, and then Trejo gets, you know, his minutes and Trejo does his opportunities. Nice to see him play. He's earned that. He's earned that shot. Uh, but at the end of the day, again, we blew it in a big game. We have to be real about this. We don't like, Mentioning names on this on this show, you know how the heart of LASC is. But again, when a mistake becomes a trend, and then it becomes a kind of a defining issue for a player, yeah, you you have to say it how it is. We hate doing this. We hate saying these things. We do. We want to be proven wrong every week by the by the squad. But in this case, we don't have a choice. It's there. And as far as I'm concerned, as far as all you are concerned, you're here for a cup. And everything's magnified in the playoffs. So that is that. Uh, Bam, your thoughts on the match itself overall before we throw it out to the faithful? It, it, it was a match. Um, thanks to the people that 
print their votes for the, for the week. Um, for me, I did three votes for Poku because when he came on, he changed the game completely. Uh, two votes for Chicho for scoring a goal and running his ass off for most of the game. And I gave Max one vote for coming in and defending our players in the start the melee. I'm sorry, but that was a cheap shot from that throw-in. So yep. one vote to, to Max for running in and defending our plays and copping the yellow. There it is. There it is. Tony, your impressions and three stars, sir. Overall, we literally, you know, ish the bed at the end of the day. Like this was like, this is going to be the conference finals. Everyone's been talking about it. We've been saying it. This could be the conference finals and we, yeah. And overall, it's just we have to get, luckily, there's seven games left, and we can get this hopefully under control and get everybody in the right positions and the right mindset because we have, again, we still haven't had our one of our DP coming in and then our new signing as well coming in, so that's going to be a great addition as well. But I feel like this was a, how do I say it? a Tuesta moment where when you even have a Tuesta, it's like, who do we have in the midfield? And Ilya is that like, I don't like, again, it, I don't, we don't want to say like it's one player, but like missing Ilya in this game, I feel like could have made a big, big, big difference. Um, for stars wise, it's going to be the, pretty much the same as Bam, um, Aboku, Chicho and Max. It was, except for the whole, def- the defending part, I understand, but again, it was a chippy foul, but it was also the, over dramatic kind of on Mario's part of falling and rolling over because if you watch it, it wasn't really that great of a foul. So, a uh, cheap shot is a cheap shot, you punish him for it, right? Um, I'm okay with it, uh, honestly. There, he had no intention of ever playing the ball, he was going in on a player that's an attack on a player. He's lucky he stayed on the field as light as it is, as light as it is, it's an attack on a player. The ball is nowhere near him. There's nothing to contest. You are, an, you are assaulting another player. I think it's pretty clear. It has nothing to do with the laws of it. Nothing to do with the game itself. That is an attack from one on the other. Bringing the game into ill repute, right? He's lucky to be on the field. Even if it's light, it does not matter. He had no intention of playing anything but hurting a player. So there's that. Um, yeah, I would milk it too. Why not? Dude, you're taking a dude. A, you're throw, tossing a ball into the game. Like what? Yeah. So it's it's madness. Um, my three stars. Honestly, I'm going to go to the guys that stop the bleeding. Right? Because if they don't come into the game and do their jobs, man. So I'm going to go a Poku uh, first star uh, by far, uh, doing the job that needed to be done. Kialini coming in, settling the defense down. And uh, Max for being the victim of this madness. Because, again, I don't put it on him, man, at all. Um, it would have been worse if it was somebody else. I can just think of the goalies we had, goalkeepers we had last year. If they were in this game, how many goals would be dropping? So uh, there's that. Uh, honorable mention to Escobar and even Hollingshead for making the shift that was necessary to, again, stop the bleeding. Because realistically, if we don't make those changes, this could have been six. Right. So that's where my three stars. Is it a happy three stars? No, it, it's more of <laughs> stop it. They're dead. <laughs> it's over. So, yeah, 
there's that. All right. Uh, we got that in there. I know you guys have a lot to say. I see the comments are piling up. So I'm going to throw it to the faithful uh, because, man, I, I think we need to hear from you. This has been this has been rough, man. So let's go with this again. Thank you, everyone, for jumping on this. We love what you guys say. Point, counterpoint. Let it happen. Let it rip. Tell us how you feel. You love this team just as much as we do. Some of you, I think, even more. <laughs> some, some wild support there. So uh, lunch special geo is the first one that we see. He says, are we getting more wingers to fix the problem? We need four more wingers. Right. But not that central attacking mid that we all talked about for, you know, the last six months. Uh, no, we, we got wingers. More wingers. Yay. <laughs> I get the sarcasm. I love it. Uh, Daniel Angel, coach's comment. They gave us a taste of our own medicine. Was spot on. My take is that there was way too many players not used to starting. Blessing, Bale, secure, Segura. Yeah, right. The speed, the movement wasn't there. Killed us. Killed us. You're right, man. Beast in the mix. <laughs> he says, I feel you, Tony. Drink the frustration away. There it is. There it is. Could it be something from New Belgium, the new sponsor? I'm just saying, you know, I guess a new sponsor. There it is. Uh, Small says, well, was way off my 2-1 prediction. Oh, well, on to the next. And that's the truth. On to the next. Again, we're still in control. B says, Houston is a trap game. Houston is a trap game. Houston is a swamp. Houston is going to be horrible weather for us. Um, I'm with you, dude, just because the conditions are not conducive to football. It's kind of inhumane, to be honest. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. I, I think the adjustment will happen. And we'll go take care of business. But... If it's a draw, I would not be entirely shocked. Uh, bam, right? It's it's one of those situations. Yeah, we've got to win. I'm sorry. I've lost two games. We have to win. Anything but a win is, is a disappointment. Just I'm just going to say, if we don't win this game, it's a disappointment. Plain and simple. Play Play your men. Play your best. Secure two wins. Secure the future. Just get the job done now. Simple. Uh, Daniel Angel. I think what happened last time was at the case Whitecaps game. I also felt like that Chicho one-on-one didn't hit the post. We might have clawed back. I felt that way too, man. Um, can Steve, can Stevie uh, help players reduce their mistakes? That's the hardest part of this all, okay? A manager can do everything in the world. Motivate a guy from here to eternity. Right? Train him, train him, train him. Everything looks good in training. Hardest working guy in training. Game day happens. Mario, right? How do you prevent that outside of not playing the player himself? Right? They have to improve themselves. There's not much we can do if they're not going to execute in the moment, except replace them. <laughs> That's your option. Your only option you have. It, it stinks, but that that's where we're at. And, you know, when a player makes a big mistake in the game, I don't just stare at the coach like, eh, dude, right? He got him ready for it. If the guy can't execute, there's nothing you can do. You're helpless to it. Absolutely helpless. Um, Beast says, question for the entire panel. What caused LSC to look bad missing Ilya in the mid? Did the chemistry get messed up? Are players affected mentally? I think we mentioned it. All of the little things put together that you notice in the second half once adjustments were weighed, all kind of magically disappeared. So, yeah, 
uh, it was definitely the run out for sure. Uh, Dan on Hill, a, a Austin fan predicted a five goal game, but I don't think anyone predicted the goals would be distributed how they were. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Madness. Just madness. Uh, Wolf in the mix. Uh, Beast. That was just a dumb foul by Segura. I didn't have a choice, man. I would have done the same thing. Seriously. Take your risks. It's a free kick. Most times, most times nothing happens. Goes over the post. Move on. Definitely not a breakaway. You don't want to get one of those up. Uh, Wolf, thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, Beast, blessing has lost it. It could be personal things in his life that is affecting him. My two cents. I think Beast, I, honestly, I think blessing is a super sub. And he plays well as a super sub. Comes in, covers, even if he goes up high. But his requirement in this game by moving Acosta back was to be a creative force in the midfield. Mm-hmm. Not a reactionary, not a closed down guy, to actually be a playmaker at times. And hesitation was there. One, because he doesn't play that very often. Again, death by utility and death by lack of minutes. I think that's where it's at. Lost it. Maybe because he's rusty. Uh, Bam, what do you think? Uh, bless, blessing is a 30-minute player off the bench. Comes in while the other team's getting a bit tired. That Brockett off the bench, that's that's his role. That it, To me, that is his his role at, for, the, for the rest of his... For now and for the rest of his career, that is where he's at. He brings that extra spark that we need when he comes off the bench. Everyone around him perks up, and which is what you need at that time. But as a starter, I can't see him starting again. It's tough. It'd be a, it'd be a moment of necessity. That's what it would be, right? Load management. He is Mister Load Management. There you go. Um, B says Giorgio should have been brought in at least when it was two zero. I mean, honestly, it's surprised he wasn't there in the second half outside of warm up. That probably was the situation. Is just getting him ready. Uh, again, takes Giorgio a little more time to warm up as opposed to others for obvious reasons. Uh, you need to make sure he's ready to go. And yeah, I felt it was a little odd that at four nothing now we get make changes rather than before it got out of hand. But again, we can Monday morning quarterback that, but it happened. Uh, Opoku should have been brought in sooner, or even start actually. I think we're all on, on that. David Day in the mix. Tradition continues. Like button, people. Make it happen. Throw up the likes. We need it. We love it. We're thankful for it. Uh, <laughs> David Day, seven games to get things in order until the playoffs. Exactly. Now we've seen the low point. Now it's time to build back up again. Cool, man. Get it out of our system. Shake it off. Take a take a slump right before the playoffs. Burn it off. Move forward. It's better than, now than the last game of the season. Or a couple games before the end of the season. It's not over. Again, reinforcements are coming. We know what's going down. Uh, David's with it. All rests on the coaching. Yeah, man. Decisions are decisions. You got to live by them. There it is. Uh, Daniel Angel. Also, Austin was really good at switching the field, crossing from fullback to wide midfielder or from wide uh, wide midfielder to winger. It was all about that shift to open up our passing lanes. That's how they were able to just like slice through our midfield. Is they were forcing guys on the mo- on the move, and again, were barely contested once they got that ball after that pass. Bad things, man. Bad things. 
Uh, Wolf throws in his ranks. He's got three for Chicho, two for Poku, one for Max. There we go. Two overall, rate him at a two. Ooh, brutal. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, Daniel Onhill took us three tries to beat Carson this season. Third time's a charm for Austin as well. I'll take two regular season losses and one playoff win all day, every day till I die. You know, Austin in the playoffs might get the treatment like Dio did to Carson, right? Uh, we could have one of those moments. So we shall see. The fun part of all this, guys, I don't know if you guys saw it on Twitter, what, what, what MLS threw up there is if the playoffs started today, of course, we're number one seed. But Austin would have to play the Galaxy in the first round. And that is absolutely entertaining if that happens. And then we wouldn't face either of those fools unless they got all the way to the conference finals, which we'd host. I'm good with that. Let them take each other out. That's fine. Someone's got to lose. We all going to win. That's good with me. Um, David Day says, Sanchez should have been pulled in the San Jose game. Again, rest on coaching. Dude, didn't he come in as a sub in that game and then manage two yellow cards? So he didn't even have to play in that game at all. Am I wrong in that, Bam? Like, he didn't even have to be in that game at all. All right, he, he came in at a 64th minute sub. <laughs> and then gets himself red guarded. Like, it's brutal. It's crazy. Yeah, totally preventable. And we've mentioned the load for him. And yeah. Trap games happen before big matchups, not after. Mm, true, true. But now every game, now we're forced to wear every game is a big game. We took our own luxury away by blowing two games. Uh, Ox is in the mix. Facts on the super sub for blessing. There you go. Oh, gosh, beast. You had to throw that out there. As of now, scattered thunderstorms for game time. See, now you're giving me the U.S. Open Cup vibes when we lost the Open Cup over there and all the delays. You all remember that madness? I think it's two games in that year that got delayed because of thunderstorms. Ugh. No love for Houston, man. Tropical madness. Uh, ben in the mix. Love you, Ben. Love what you're doing, man. Keep it up, sir. Uh, it says, hey, fellas, thoughts on Sebastian Mendez after six appearances. Um, I'll throw it to you, Bam, first. Thoughts on Mendez? Um, I haven't really seen him do much. He's there. He's on the pitch. Um, yeah, that would be about it, I'd say. <laughs> If you put Janela on the back of his shirt, would you mistake him for Janela? Most likely. <laughs> it's the same story. Yeah. He kind of does at, some at, defensive things. At least yeah. I hope he's not the same pay rate. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, yeah, my vibe on him is, is we're seeing a guy kind of going through the motions, trying to figure out what we do here. Uh, and the learning curve has been a little rough for him. Uh, do I see him as a liability? No, I'm not going to say liability, but he hasn't gone in gangbusters either. So we're, we're looking for more. I think that's it. Remember, he's supposed to be the guy that pr provided cover for Ilya when Ilya would come out early if necessary or need a rest. So his role isn't quite been that, right? He's kind of been moved higher up and... Yeah, it's not been the greatest situation yet. Tony's like, Tony wants to say something. I can tell. Head shakes from Tony. 
It's more of like he, I wouldn't say he's Janela because Janela made more mistakes and like cost us possessions and goals. So he hasn't done that just yet. But again, he's still adjusting to a system that is different from what he was in Orlando. Um, so, and then the whole the whole conversation he was supposed to replace Ilya when Ilya couldn't play. It's like he didn't even get the opportunity to do that this past game because we gave it to Blessing and Blessing was just lost in the woods. Yeah, it's tough, man. And again, Mendez, you could tell by the reaction from the Orlando fans they knew they were losing something. So there is a player there. <laughs> There's potential there. And we have seven games for him to work in, uh, right? Why does it feel like we have half our team at preseason now? But I guess that's where we're at. Um, dangerous man, this is where we're at. I, honestly, he's not he's not there yet, but you see something there. Is it exciting? No, uh, he's working things out. I I know Ben. Thanks for the question, man. Good stuff. Uh, Edgar Corral, last game in the end of 2019 vibes. No, oh, uh, where we got five ties, one loss in eight games. And y'all remember the Kansas City game in August where we threw like the children out there? Um, and then it got funky at from that point on. <laughs> point on. Um, I think that was it. Yeah, uh, out of gas stuff. But in this case, we can't really say out of gas as all these new faces keep showing up. So it's it's a little different. And we do have depth. We do. We do. It just has to be used at the right times. And two games hasn't quite happened. Bam, do you want to throw in on that? Nah, you got parents now hit the nail on the head. It's... Wait, wait, that's the past. Let's worry about the future. Yeah, and we're going to get into that in a few seconds here. Uh, Wolf uh, says, Blessing at 25-minute sub is perfect not to start. And Mendez, I'm not liking it all. Bench him. Hopefully he can pick up his game. Thing is, he can't really pick up his game from the bench, so that's like the, the risk we take. Uh, you know if he doesn't play, he doesn't grow. I know. I know. So what do you do, right? Tough situation. Uh, Wolf says, Blessing and Mendez playing together is scare. We have no feel. I think that's your real story. Is that combination of those two at the same time? Yeah, it didn't. It, there was nothing there. The connection wasn't there. And then, of course, they're trying to get to bail up top, who's not got a lot of time with these guys. And yeah, just not, not fun. Not a fun situation. Uh, oh, I like this one from Beast. Good conversation here. Uh, who do you guys think making an impact right away? Uh, Buanga or Tello? Um, it really depends on what kind of shape Tello's in. Okay. Tello comes as a free agent. I'm not sure where his shape is at, but we definitely need help on the wing, right? Obviously, Brian's gone. He had his service to the club. We know the scoring situation wasn't what we wanted, but defensively, the work rate was there. Can Tello match that? Can Tello put something like that out there? Then it, then it means something. Skill set, dude. Yeah, without a doubt, he's got it, but we don't know where he is health-wise. Buwanga, on the other hand, I think is an instant an instant um, bump for us. Tough for Arango, but now you have actually a good choice for replacing Arango when he does get tired or the other way around, and they can actually shuttle this back and forth and keep fresh for both. So I think, in my opinion, I think Buwanga is going to be the, 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 the immediate, but by the time the playoffs kick off, Tello, if he's in good shape, yeah, we're going to be trouble for everybody. Bam, what do you think? Um, 
Yeah, as you said, it all depends how they come, how they both come in. I'm going to say, Sigma Nega and say Teller will have the biggest impact. I think overall, yeah. There's there's so much that he offers. It's a killer move by our team, really. It is. Tony, you excited about these two? No, oh, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's going to be. Buanga in the right kicking off in the impact because he's still in training and still in shape. Um, Tello's going to take some time, but once he gets immaculated into our team, it's going to be gangbusters and we'll see how far we can ride this. Right. Again, super sub madness. This is what this team is. Again, you get five subs. I love so many subs in this league. Can change the world in one substitution. Uh, A couple windows, I guess, is how it works, but Dude, the options are definitely there. You're just getting stronger. Now the back line is what we got to worry about. It's funny how these things happen. Um, and Chiellini's there, right? Someone's struggling. Chiellini's there. Ibiaga, he's not a liability. He's been okay, right? Um, so he's there as an option. And Segura is, well, he's still steady Eddie. Just needs somebody next to him to do their job. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wolf jumping in as well. Thank you again, Wolf, man. Love the support. All right, so thank you, everybody, for the comments. Love the reactions. Looking good. Guess what time it is? It's Tony time, everybody. Uh, we got our community news. Let's go, man. Let's do it. What you got for us, Tony? Um, so as you heard, so I think they heard us that we needed to be uh, drown our sorrows in a very nice beverage. We got a new uh, drink sponsor, or a proud new partner, uh, New Belgium Brewing, which um, if you haven't noticed who they are, they are the ones who do like that voodoo kind of IPA. It's really, really good tasting. And if you like IPA, it's a really good beer as well. And then also we do have uh, the Delta LAFC Community Spotlight, which is Midnight Mission, which is the oldest continuous operating human service experience of homelessness and become to become productive members of their community. So they help out homelessness, help them become, again, back into society, back into, I guess, normal society and helping the city around them. So congratulations on them for that. And the last thing is, of course, since it's a away game, and none of them have been posted yet except for the Empire Boys, which will be at Arbrew at 2351 West Lou. Lugania Avenue, Suite B in Redlands. Good drive out there to Redlands, but if you're out that way, please go visit Empire Boys. They bring it. They bring it at their at their at their at their watch parties. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think Black Army is going to be back at the S and P this week. Not a big group, I'm figuring, but still, they'll be there. Doors are open. Game's going to be playing. Um, haven't really heard a lot about the official watch party yet for LAFC. We'll keep you posted. You know how Tony is. He'll hook it up on the Instagram and follow along. Tony's got us covered on this thing. Nice. These guys are looking at me because they're looking at our list, and I left it blank for the Black and Gold Vinyl Club minutes. They're like, what? Did he choose something? I chose something, but you know what? I think Bam chose something, too. So let's play point-counterpoint, Bam. You get the first call. Who's on your Black and Gold Vinyl Club mind? Um. Doing a little bit of a dive. Never heard of this band before. Um, listened to a little bit of them after finding out a bit of them. And I think it's, it works well with the game that at Austin because we're a little bit asleep at the wheel and the band is asleep at the wheel. Okay. 
Nice. All right. All right. I mean, if, no, if you I, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, 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 that though. One of their songs from their 1976 album "Wheeling and Dealing" is called. It's a cover by um, Jim McCraw and the Western Sundowners, "Miles and Miles of Texas." And I heard that there's a couple of guys catching the bus from Austin to Houston for the game. Ooh, they're gonna—they're definitely gonna see miles and miles of Texas. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Now, one of those weird things with me is I love old school country and western music, and "Asleep at the Wheel" is all about throwback. So I actually like "Asleep at the Wheel." I know it's one of those weird things. I like everything, but I do—I do love old school, especially the Texas stuff. Man, it's—it's it, good. It's good. Good, dude. Good choice. I didn't even think of going old school country with this one. Should have. I have another choice, though, on this one. Austin-based. I'm not picking Willie Nelson. I've done it before. Uh, I'm going to go with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yep, yep. That is that is Austin as it gets. Um, song I'm thinking is Crossfire, obviously, after what happened to us. Uh, album is In Step, 1989. So that's one. And then Texas Flood was the other one I was thinking for an album because, dude, we just got victimized by a texas flood so uh yeah so i'm stevie rivon i think we both have killer choices both are winners good stuff bam love it man good good timing on that one and now i got miles and miles of texas running through my head right now especially after driving it what last year right guys i'm gonna do it last year through texas so yeah man good stuff good stuff all right black and gold vinyl minute vinyl club minute in the books nobody turned the ball over at that moment what a shock uh, even in the 53rd minute, there you go. Now, uh, on to the next match, which is, of course is what some people are calling a trap match. Uh, LAFC at Houston Dynamo in the Thunder. Maybe more Texas flood. I don't know. Uh, but definitely some madness. It's going to be wet. There's going to be lightning, I guess. Um, hopefully not some weather delays. <sighs> Houston. Sorry, I don't hate Houston. I just hate the weather in Houston. Uh, <laughs> it's just evil. Yeah, well, we're in that. So we're going there. It's happening. They, I mean, the game's going to be at 530 right on Wednesday. So not too late for everybody. You can catch this game. Actually, I like that time for these games. Good thing is they are kind of hurting. If you thought we were hurting after two games dropped, bam, how bad are things for Houston right now? Um. So the last five games, they've won zero. They drew one one away to Colorado, which given credit, it is Colorado away. That can be difficult. They've had four losses. They lost three two at home to Montreal, two one away to Vancouver, six nil away to Philly, and the last game was a two one away loss to Minnesota. Yeah, and so their only result in the last five games was against the Colorado Rapids, who are they in a playoff spot right now? They are not. They're 11th. Yeah, so they're bad, too. Um, and every team they play that is good. Like Philadelphia Union, they got shellacked by six. Okay. Weather, they're going to pray for weather delays. I think that's where we're at now. Um, honestly, if we're playing our game against these guys, Tony, give them the good, bad, and the ugly Why I'm thinking I'm feeling pretty good about things if they get this game off. It's literally all good for us. It's... They haven't kept a clean sheet in the, in 11 matches, haven't won a match in six attempts, and we haven't lost to them in the last seven me- 
meetings with them. So it's been four wins and three draws. Again, the only time we mess up against them is pressure matches like, you know, the Open Cup. Yeah, I went there. Sorry, but I have to. Um, yeah, so six attempts, all bad news, all bad news. Uh, even looking at who they have in their lineup, um, really? I mean, it's all bad things, right? You look at the stats. I don't they're down. They've only got managed about 33 goals to our 56. They've allowed 45 to our 30, negative 12 on goal difference, and uh, assists only 23 on the year. So, oof. Yeah, uh, numbers do not look good. Now, looking back at their lineup and seeing who they've got, uh, Ferreira is usually the guy up top for them, right? And they have Pico on the on the left and a familiar face, Barrett, on the right. Rodriguez, kind of the generator in the middle. At least that was from the last match where they lost to Minnesota. Defensive mid, you have Vera and uh, Karaskia that plays often. Um, and then back line would be Status. We know who he is. Uh, Parker, Dorsey, and Lundqvist. Uh, in goal, Clark. We know Clark. He's been around a while. Funny story. I heard Clark was possibly going to be an LAFC player before this season started, and that definitely worked for the better. Uh, <laughs> nothing against Steve Clark, but I'd rather have Max. Uh, so, the, you know, 4-2-3-1 is usually what we expect. They don't, they, I think three games ago, they switched to a 4-3-3, and that didn't go so well for them, right, Bam? No, that was the 3-2 loss to Philadelphia, and they also played the 4-3-3 against... Um, sorry, 4-3-3 against the 6-0 loss against Philadelphia, and the 4-3-3 in the 3-2 loss against Montreal. Both teams in the Supporter Shield race from the East. Yes. So, yeah, 4-3-3, I don't think they're going to attempt again after seeing what happened to them there. I think 4-2-3-1 is probably going to do it. Uh, other guys that might be in the lineup, Barrett has played central midfield before? What? Yeah, that's happened. Um, Karasia has gone out to the right, Rodriguez to the left. Um, of course, Herrera is the star, right, guys? I mean, would you consider him the star, Tony? Oh, 100%. There's the yeah. Houston doesn't have too much, but he is the star. Well, technically, he's the star. There's another person on that team that is a bigger star, but hasn't performed to his potential just yet. Got it. Are, are we talking about Darwin Quintero? Is that the the name we're looking at there? Yeah, yeah. Who's who's been has been turned into a super sub at this point, so it's a little bit interesting going on right there. Um, yeah, other guys you might see. Yeah, D Darwin Seddon's another one that could come in. Kind of amazed these guys aren't constant starters, but it is. Uh, Zeka could come in. Uh, to me, the big threat is going to be Pico. Um, not only am I biased because he played for St. Pauli, but uh, when he played in Philly, he was great. Uh, very threatening on the left side. Uh, can get in behind you if you're not careful. Uh, can, but definitely can serve it up from the left. And if we don't respect that, he will burn you. And you're like, Coach Pico, I did, dude. He's active. Um, he will be a threat for us in this game. Baird, I know he scored in the last game, right, Bam? But was it pretty? Was it pretty? No, it wasn't a pretty goal. But he has been playing... Um, say regularly and decent for him i'd say um yeah like he's he played the last two games did quite well in, in the colorado game played the full nine there played 81 minutes against minnesota so I, I do expect him to start i do too i do too um i found it interesting that their lead assist man is their outside left back 
wing back, I guess. Interesting with Lundqvist. Uh, Darwin Quintero has played in 26 games. It's just, again, seven goals on the year. It's not bad. It's not bad, but um, minutes are odd for him. That's for sure. Uh, Pico, like I said, he's got five goals this year, so there's nothing to nothing to laugh about. On our side of things, of course, Arango's got 13 goals in 27 matches. Then you got Vela with eight, Apoku with seven. Please start that lineup. Um <laughs> Yeah, that, I, mean, I think that's where we're at. And so we see where their lineup's at. We see who could potentially come into this game. <sighs> Play our game, I think, is the story. Now, are there any injuries we're dealing with, Bam, or are they pretty much ready to go? Um, For us, obviously, like games will probably be questionable again. For them, um, I'll go uh, Hadibi and Ulfarsson as questionable from the last game as well. But it hasn't been updated officially yet. But I know Steers was on yellow card watch last game and he did copy yellow card. So he will be missing this game. Which is a huge, huge loss for them. Um, I think the only guy that, I mean, who, who do you think you're going to replace for that? Uh, that's trouble. It, it is trouble. Um, the only thing I can think of instead of Steers would might be um, Bartlow. Ethan Bartlow? Probably. Yeah. yeah. But the only time he's played I've seen is he's got Steris next to him. So that gets funky. <laughs> yeah. So the way I see in that game, Parker was out. Butler came in for for Parker. So probably the back line for them will probably be Dorsey, Parker, Bartlow, Woodvest. Okay. Okay. Um, and then Zarek Valentin is still around. So you might see him appear randomly. Um yeah, again, this is a team in flux. They're having problems. They brought in like Herrera to do something. I think his you can't say he's been having that great of a season so far, but again, I think it's the cast of characters around him that haven't been helping the situation. For us, it's a team that we can beat. That's that simple. It's our game. So that brings it to our lineup and what we're going to have available. We said Gaines is the only one listed is not available. What about load management? We better not hear about load management. I don't want to hear about load management. Don't even say it even if a player doesn't play. I don't want to hear about load management. I want to hear about three points. So, uh, Tony, I'm going to throw it up to you. Who's your Who's your starters up top, man? Um, I, I will – Chicho, Opoku, and Vela, I want to start in the front just because it's, again, they've had the chemistry. We've been winning and stuff like that. Now, mind you, we might we might see Bale out there just because this is, could be his second outing out there to get him, a, get the chemistry there with him. But if we want the three points, I feel like that should be it. Or if you'd want to rest Vela, put Bale in because I feel like Bale and Vela play the similar type of game and I don't think they can play with each other. Which would make sense is they're they're kind of the like for like change, right? Not a shock there. That could happen. Um, I just think Bella's worked harder off the ball. I uh, he just has this year and he's just our spark plug and uh you gotta start the man, dude. Um uh, bam, your front line. Um Apoku Chicho definitely. Those two definitely. Yeah. And without a go, you you can't get rid of them. Vela will, should start, but if you do need to give him a little rest, then you put in Bale. But I don't want to see Bale and Vela starting together. I think the experiment showed what it is, at least against top sides. Again, lesser sides, don't know. But top sides, that's not trained for that. Look, um, look, midfield, so, I think, is 
Mm-hmm. Go for it. Start start them together round one next year. For the rest of this year, don't, don't start them together. It's as much as I'd like to say that there's no more big games left this year, the rest of this year is big games, plain and simple. We're in the, although we're playing Houston, who are dead last, it's still a big game because we need the three points. We removed our luxury, guys. We've done it ourselves. We did it to ourselves. So uh, and now we move on. Um, I think the midfield is clear as day. Uh, if Ilya is ready to go, which he obviously is, he got to rest. You have to start who you got. Um, so, bam, predictions on that one. It's kind of the easiest one. It, it is. It is. It's going to be uh, Sifu, Acosta, Ilya. Acosta is one yellow away from a suspension. Okay. But we can afford to miss him, right? For one, want to get out of your system? Yeah. I, I think, if anything, you, you copy this game and miss the next game. You just. This is the game where we get the win. If you're on the threshold of missing a game, you you cop the yellow. Well, I mean, because then he misses home match against RSL, who we kind of own. So <laughs> if there's a game where you want a guy to take a rest, that's the one. So what's the risk of playing him? You play him. Get the job done. If he sits next week, we'll survive it, right? We've got, we got the players. So, okay. You know, that works. Uh, Backline, of course, is the other story after all that went down. Who's earned it? Who hasn't? Who plays? Um, I think the one that probably is a guarantee, I'm just going to say it out there, is going to be Palacios on the left side, even though it's not been playing the greatest the last two games. But the body of work this year suggests he has to play this game, especially if you're going to be matching their, their outside speed. It looks like that's what they're going to want to play against us. So I think he's the certainty, which brings it to the next guys. Uh, who's on the right for you this game? Is it going to be Escobar? It's going to be Hollingshead. Tony, your prediction. Escobar, I feel like, is the right move um, on this one just to have some speed and some confidence and boost. I uh, love Hollingshead, but I feel like this is the Escobar show and this is why we brought him in. And Hollingshead played the full night, pretty much the full 90, right? I mean, he was there all game. Uh, Escobar played a half, so less than a half. Fresh legs is Escobar, so that makes sense. Bring it to the middle now. Um, bam, who do you use as your center backs this week after the debacle of, of last week? Uh, you got to start Kalini, he, he, he's, okay. he's got to start. Um, to pair with him. I'll put Ibiaga in there. Hey, I've been thinking the same thing. Um, what has he done wrong? <laughs> right? I just say that about him. What has he done wrong? I remember turning over the ball in our own half and costing us goals. And there are times where he looks a little slow on a play or looks a little rusty, but liability. Do I think Ibiaga's a liability? No, I don't. He's he's a journeyman. He puts work in. So I could see that. I could also see Sakura and and uh, Keeling getting put together because that's probably your playoff center backs. And at this point, you need to build familiarity between those two. Let's be real. That should be your center pair back, uh, pairing at this point. Uh, why not just take care of business now and get them used to each other against Houston? My thoughts on that. Tony, where, where do you see it? Um, 
for the center backs, uh, I would say honestly, Segura or Segura and Ibiaga. Um, I don't think Kalini starts. I think he comes in as a super sub on this one just because it's Houston and with the weather, I kind of, you know, older gentlemen playing on the pitch with weather is not the greatest. True. I mean, definitely going to be limited playtime either way. Uh, subs are going to be needed in this match with the heat and humidity and rain. Uh, and so you will definitely see a lot of movement. Um, if Hollingshead doesn't start this match, obviously he comes in. No shock there. Um, if Ibiaga doesn't start, don't be shocked if he comes in. Don't be shocked if Mario doesn't start. I know Mario comes in. <sighs> I know. Um, midfield, I mean, blessing if he's not in the lineup. He'll be in there later. Um, yeah, five subs. You're going to use them all. There's no way around that. You have to cycle people. It's just unhealthy otherwise. Um, yeah, so there is that. Good stuff, guys. And I'm not even going to talk about Max because if Max doesn't start, I'll be shocked. We love McCarthy, but you need to get Max's confidence back. Not like there's anything wrong, but give him a happy moment, man. He needs one. So got to play the man. All right. Good stuff, guys. Uh, any other supply? Do you think Trejo might get some minutes in this, guys? Do you think we might see that too? I'll be surprised if he doesn't get some minutes. Um, whether it's last 10 or so, again, he'll get a handful of minutes, I reckon. And nothing's mentioned about Buongo and Tello being ready for this match, right? Nah, nothing yet that I can find. Okay. If they travel, they're traveling just to watch this thing, I think. That's the case, which... Yeah, it, 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 if they travel, they're, they're traveling for um, team building. Pretty much, pretty much, right? You're using tickets. That's what you're doing. So, yep. uh, Tony, do you think any shock like those guys could find their way in? I don't see them finding their way in on at this game. Maybe at a home game for 100 percent sure, but this one I see more Trejo showing minutes and the and them being there, enjoying the what Houston is for whatever it is. There you go. All right. So you guys heard it from us, what we think is going to happen. Um, my biggest worry is that Mario gets to start to work through it, which we've seen before, um, which would make me kind of sad, to be honest. Um, I'm enough with working through it. I'm, I'm with winning championships and, and doing that and working through it ain't the time. Uh, that's my thought. I don't know if you guys want to throw your two cents on that. Maybe I'll throw it to the comments and we'll get it there. So, uh, let me jump right back out to you guys again. And I got about nine comments from y'all. So we're going to speed through these guys, hear what you got to say, showing all the love. You guys are amazing for doing this late at night, getting it done. Ooh, uh, we have. <laughs> B says asleep at the wheel. Good choice. LC crashed into an Austin tree, right? It wasn't broccoli after all. Uh, <laughs> dang. Uh, Daniel Angel, I did the bus ride. Only three hours. Not too bad. Plenty of cows and oil. Tell you what. And surprisingly enough, a lot of windmills, people. Yeah, right? It's weird about Texas. Not big on the renewables, but renewables are everywhere. I'm just kind of interesting vibe. Uh, Beast says, who's the ref for the game? Bam. Did we get an announcement, Bam? No, no, they haven't dropped it yet. Um, I expect it to drop in about eight hours' time. It only drops around 11 p.m. at night, my time, a couple days beforehand. So when it drops, I'll jump on Twitter and do a little quick rundown of what that ref's been like for us. There we are. Good, 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 good. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, controversy this week with the refing, so we don't know what's going to happen. Now, interesting point from Daniel Angel. He says, Philly putting up freakish goal totals. Are they scarier than Austin? Nope, nope. My question to you is, who are they scoring against? And I think that's the bigger story. Go, Bam. You want to chomp at this one. Let it happen. Yeah, I've looked into this. They only score big goals against trash teams. They they scored seven nil and six nil against DC. What's DC done in that conference? Not much. They scored six against Houston. Houston are a bottom as well. You know they are a good team, but they only put up massive goals when they're playing trash teams. They run the score. Yeah, they run at the score. You look at them too. Is their win total? Isn't that much for where they are in points wise? They're what 15 so wins, yeah, nine and four. Yeah, we're 18, three and six. They're, yeah, we're three points ahead of them with the game in hand. So, in theory, we're six points ahead of them. So, if we do the job, yeah. To you me, know, and their schedule, I mean, throw it up there, Bam. It, it's not like their schedule is a cakewalk going through this. they got to play desperate teams. See, that's the thing. Who are you playing? They're playing desperate teams. It's not all D.C. all the way through, right? No, so they got no. Austin, uh, they got Atlanta playing for their lives. That's kind of a dumpster fire, so they're probably going to win there uh, at home. Then they got to go to Red Bull. That ain't a cakewalk, people. That's going to be a hard one for them. Then they host Orlando. Playoff team, right? I mean... Should uh, then they got to go to Atlanta. You play there any easy. Then they got to go to Charlotte. Charlotte gets results at home. They do. And then the last game on decision day. Good Lord. What a fun decision day. This is they've got to host Toronto. Who's probably the hottest team in the league right now. That's the scary one. I don't want to see in the playoffs. They're flying right now. And they got to play those. That, what a battle for the last game of the season. Well, no, no, that though. Just looking at the Eastern Conference, for example, you've got Inter Miami on thirty and sixth place on thirty six points with twenty seven games played. Columbus Crew, thirty six points, twenty six games played. Cincinnati, thirty five points, twenty seven games played. New England, thirty four points, twenty seven games played. Toronto, thirty three points, twenty eight games played. Atlanta, 33, 27 games played. And then even Charlotte, 32 points, 28 games played. 12th to 6 is only four points. Yeah. Yeah. They're, all those teams are fighting. I don't see Philadelphia at home to Atlanta being an easy win for them. I can see Atlanta taking points there. I'd be surprised at I think the Red Bull game, they're going to be in trouble, honestly. And definitely against Toronto. Uh, I'm sorry, but those are not not going to be anything easy to deal with. Uh, they're going to drop some points, that's for sure. And they're chasing us, and they're going to drop points. So, yeah, it ain't, it ain't that easy. It ain't that easy. So, yes, the numbers are there. They can score a lot of goals. They're a well-organized side. They have one of the best center back pairings in the league. No doubt about it. They're the beasts of the East. There is no question they're going to finish on top of the East. No question. I know Montreal is surging. Now, Philly's going to still take it, 
but they're going to drop points. And that's our opening. Again, we have the lead in points, so they can't afford to drop any. Uh, let's see. Gio Chavez says, LSU is definitely not ready for this game. Everybody was off. Palacios, worst game by far. He's a great player, but I've noticed since he's been LSU, he folds in big games. Him and blessing, decision-making. Yeah, I mean, you've heard me go off, especially when against Carson. He never shows up. He never shows up against Carson. Uh, hard to forgive for those sorts of things. Um, earlier in the year, I was happy with him getting traded. You heard me. Um, and uh, he got better, but... Last two games has been a little sketch, right? I mean, he's had his moments. Hopefully we, we get to a better moment there. Uh, Ox says, if I still say Bale should be up front when he's with Apoku and Chicho. I mean, he'd be this the like-for-like like switch for, for Vela, right? I mean, that that's where it's at, but both of them together, it hasn't looked so great. Real talk. I go back to even to the Nashville match where everybody's like, oh, Nashville. He was in that game. He looked cool. Tactically, though, it looked a little sketch towards the end. Um, and I think it's just, again, the adjustment. Uh, Gio Chavez. Uh, um, let's see. Very bad with that. Ilya and Giorgio should have started in this big game. Yeah, we're with you, man. But, you know, Giorgio's Giorgio. Uh, Daniel Angel, Segura and Chiellini start with Ibiaga coming in is when Chiellini's legs give out. Or just, you know, load management. Our least favorite word. Uh, yeah. LOC Beast. Uh, yes, more minutes for Trejo. Agreed. Beast, they scored six against Colorado, who also has been trash. Ah, again, yeah, right? Uh, Beast, they face Pachuca before their season ends. Interesting. Uh, Beast, screw Philly. LOC needs to make that final push to claim the shield. Honestly, dude. Honestly, we got to do it. Got to get it done. Um, why would we not foolish if we didn't It's another, another, another trophy, right? Another trophy for the case. Um, I know we keep, we keep it temporarily, but still, man, your name's on there forever. So let's go, let's make it happen. All right, guys. Thank you for the comments. Everybody doing great. Well done to all of you guys. Uh, we got our Houston covered. We got everything kind of set. Uh, you guys rocked it again for this episode. Um, ultimately we are thankful for all that you guys do and, uh, joining us late nights, making it happen. I've heard the comments from you guys. Thanks for sticking out through thick and thin, right? That's where we're here. The supporters are still showing up. We're still showing up, doing our thing, getting ready for the next match. Can't wait till we're back at home at the bank doing our thing. Um, we know recovery will happen when we're back home. And as long as we can secure that home field advantage, I don't worry a whole lot. I don't. Uh, home, sweet home. So, ah, bam. I'm going to throw it to you first, man. Final thoughts of the day. Uh, final thoughts of the day. Um, as I started the episode with, I hate football. It has a bad weekend for my teams. But we're also um, suckers for punishment. So, looking forward to this game this week. It's a 10.30 a.m. kickoff for me, which will be on TV. As long as... The lightning stays away and all that won't get delayed, which means I won't miss the game and all that. Um, really looking forward to the next episode of Defenders of the Bank because Scarf has said the song is dropping. The B-Rod song is dropping. So, Scarf, I'm calling you out. It better drop. It better drop. Um, but other than that, guys, just everyone's going to watch parties. 
look after yourselves. People that go into the game, look after yourselves. Go have fun and just get the three points. Enjoy the food down there if you're traveling. We know what you do. Uh, Tony, final thoughts, sir? I'll piggyback on a little bit on the uh, Brian song. It needs to come out. But now I also have another uh, challenges. I want to hear that clip of Jonathan singing uh, Chicho Arango, the Chicho Arango song, because there's a clip out there that someone has it. So now I'm calling out Jonathan from Shoulder Show to hear that. So there we go. But um, my final say is, of course, always mental health is my biggest thing is just one of those things of I feel that people overlook. So check up on everybody, make sure everything's okay with friends and family. Also take some time for yourself, like again, reorganize something or take a, take a trip to the beach, take a trip to wherever you want to go just to reset and re revitalize yourself. So, and let's get those three points, have fun at the watch parties, drink responsibly and, Let's go AFC. Thank you, Tony, man. Good call, sir. All right. I guess it's my final comment. So we've seen the worst from LAFC. Really, we did. Uh, that's what that was. The worst 50-some minutes that we've seen in our in our club's uh, year so far. Let's hope that is the Valley of Valleys, and it doesn't get any deeper than that. Um, I'm confident that it is as deep as it gets, and we're going to pick things right back up again and do what we do. Um, that's the resilience. That's the experience. It's a different kind of team now, different manager, different setup. Accountability is a little different these days. So on that note, Houston is the bounce back. It's gotta be the bounce back. We expect the best to be fielded for that game. Get your next two wins, secure things, make sure we're where we need to be. And we're hosting a game maybe with the buy should be with the buy, uh, and locking it down. So that's where we're at for everyone that traveled out to Austin. Thank you so much for your dedication to the the black and gold. Um, I know the result was probably the worst thing you could ever imagine traveling that far out, but Hey, at least the barbecue was good. Uh, You acquitted yourselves. Well, even though said stadium didn't want you to do what you do best. Um, Obviously with the drum situation and all that, you still handled. We still heard you. You still made it happen. So, uh, this, this episode of course is dedicated to you guys, the travelers, you make it what it is. You make us who we are. So keep doing it, doing it right. Uh, represent us the best you possibly can on the road. I know more are going to Houston. So keep that up, uh, for the rest of you guys. Again, thank you for staying faithful. Thank you for being uh positive, even in the dark moments for this side. Y'all know what's there. Y'all know the potential again grateful as always so before we leave tradition dictates final word of the day bam stay golden tony stay golden and for me to all of you stay golden los angeles for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over